Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Innovation Podcast, your source for all things innovation. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Janet Shines on the line, and she is CEO over at JS Group. Janet, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. So uh, excited to get into today's topic with you. So remote work um, and technology and business, I mean, you're the woman that I would want on the line talking about this. Um, But before we get into that, I do want to go a little bit further into what you're doing over at JS Group. So tell us a little bit more about the company, please. So what we do at JS Group is pretty simple. Every company is now a technology company. doesn't matter what industry you're in. And when you're a technology company, you really have to think about how you're going to change your go-to-market. How do you go out there, get clients, retain clients? How do you work your distribution channels? Who goes and sells your stuff? And how do you service your clients? And that's what we do all day long. We work with technology companies to help figure that out. And uh, just to give a little, because there's, there's a lot of technology companies listening right now, I should say um, decision makers, whether they're founders, executives, um, just to give a, a flavor of the type of companies that you like work with. I mean, what is the right type of fit typically, just so that the right people follow up with you um, to, to work to talk more about JS Group? Well, we rock with startups. We love software as a service and startup companies, companies that are uh, moving potentially from Not being a technology company to all of a sudden offering technology uh, Mm. as a service is really our sweet spot. But we also have some very large contracts with some of the largest technology companies in the world who know that they have to think, act, breathe, behave like a startup. So what I tell people that are wondering if they should come to us for help, the question is, do you want to act like a startup and really make money and drive change and have a culture that welcomes that in your go-to-market? If yes, we're for you. Um, if not, mm. there's a whole bunch of expensive consultants that make pretty PowerPoints that are probably more your thing. That's awesome. I love that. We rock with startups. That might be the title for this show. <laughs> yeah, we rock awesome. with startups. I'm in. Um, that's great. Uh, so let's uh, let's change it up a bit to get into today's topic a little bit further. So um, remote work and technology and business. I mean, where do you want to start with this? Well, the whole world's working remote, right? So it's kind of fun because I've been a big fan of remote work forever. And dealing with a lot of startups, you know, an overhead cost is a is a deadly cost, right? When you could hire another salesperson or invest more in your digital marketing, uh, overhead is, you know, the, the great enemy. But remote work is, you know, is now the normal because we're in a time right now as we're recording this where the whole world uh, is working remotely. And what I think we're quickly beginning to realize is that it's more efficient, it's more productive, and hey, guess what? We actually get to see that family uh, or live in that house where we're paying that big mortgage. And so I really think you're never going to see us go back. I think remote working is going to become the standard. I think you've got the largest percentage of the workforce are millennials who are now saying, why was I going to the office? You can't make me. There was record low unemployment before this. I'm productive working from home. The tools are there. The tools are frankly better in many cases than they are when I'm sitting on a corporate network. So, you know, why would I go back? So I want to start there with this, with this concept that what happens in the next few years if remote work just becomes work? Mm. If it isn't really a delineation anymore. Um, yeah, and I, think I love that's that. Where we're at. No, I love that. We're using the same tools. 
Yeah, the concept it makes perfect sense, and uh, and and when you think about like the, I guess you'd say even just the transition of where we're at, it was really an evolution, and this this just kind of forced us to go a little bit faster. But for some companies, so um, depending on what space you're in, I mean, working from home or working remotely, or I I, I mean I I don't say this in a good or bad way, it's just literal. So our company, I mean, we have people, everybody from Philippines to Argentina to New York to, and I'm in and I'm in Santa Monica. Heck, the co-founder, the other co-founder of this company, he's on the other side of LA so we don't even always see each other and this is before all this other stuff happened it's like I'm not battling with LA traffic you might as well I mean you might as well be in another state for that much if I got to go on the other side of downtown I'm not doing it I'm by the beach hey, in Santa Monica so. Same situation. Yeah. so you get it so for some yeah. and I mean what I what I do like about this though is that some of the maybe industries that at one point thought that um, it wouldn't be possible so like some of your financial industries or other things like that it's like Healthcare, oh my gosh, right? The telemedicine movement. I mean, all these things right. are really working. And I know plenty of doctors and other things that are kind of excited for this, um, this some of this stuff that they're like, oh my gosh, I did I did X amount of consultations today and I did it all from my home office and it was amazing and I didn't have to go in and deal with this and this and this. So it was, it was really interesting to see how that happened. So what do you think, I'm just curious, from your vantage point, because this is your business and innovation, um, what do you think is next? Like, what do you think the next step looks like in terms of this evolution? Well, so clearly we've all now moved into video, right? And what always made me laugh was that people in the same, I used to work for Verizon. I was an officer at Verizon. And we would have teleconference calls with people that were in the same building. Because you talk about going from, you know, L.A. to Santa Monica, well, in a building that has 7,000 people, it was a, a mile walk <laughs> to get to some people's offices, right? So Google campus, same thing, right? You mm-hmm. just, it, it's too far to go. And so I think that the next thing that comes is, you know, video has been hot right now because people want to see each other. But I think the next thing that comes is this concept that you'll always be in a virtual meeting space. So I want you to kind of think about it rather than setting up a meeting, right? Uh, Rather than setting up an eight by eight meeting, we don't use Zoom. Zoom's too much of a security risk. We trust our our clients trust us with data. So we use a video conferencing thing that's secure, eight by eight. Um, And so, you know, when I think about my eight by eight room, we just keep our room up all day. And so when one of my uh, employees wants to have a chat, they can just come into Janet's room and see me at any time. So it's not this set concept of setting up a meeting and I and I log into the wow. meeting, and then the meeting is over. It's just that my room is always open. Walk into it like you would walk into an office. And wow. if I need to walk away or something, I'll I'll mute my video. But you know, I've come back several times from getting a cup of coffee to see somebody's face on my computer. Like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, I just wanted to ask you a question. Um, and I love it. And I think that's the future. The future is that this concept of things like video conferencing. It's not about the conference. It's just a new way to work. You're always on. You're always together. And it makes you much more efficient. Right? You're not waiting for that meeting. You have, you know, meeting rooms and meeting tools and things that you can do to see each other. And, and I think it's just an amazing – I just did a whiteboard session with somebody who hopped into my uh, meeting room. One of our team members was struggling a little um, getting an answer for a client. Um, and we just whiteboarded it out. Fifteen minutes, we were done right on the tool, and oh, by the way, then the whiteboard goes right to the client, and they can see the work. So I think that's the future. The future is that it's immersive, not a moment in time. Um, and I think it starts and ends with video. 
Man, I love that. It almost it almost reminds me of the um of like video games, like the old video game simulations. Like that would be the the world. So you plug right into the world, and so now it's just like you have your world of of work also that you're building. So it's like a Sim City, except it's Sim Work. It's Sim Work over here building. Moment, Sim Work. I love it. I love it. And then I think you know as you start to. As you start to, you know, think about things like IoT, the Internet of Things with sensors, then sensors can begin to improve that experience, right? So a sensor on my phone would know, hey, Janet went downstairs. She's in her, in her kitchen. She's getting something to eat. So let me just mark her as not available versus her having to block her calendar. Or, hey, she's headed to a client meeting and there's bad traffic. So let me just text the client and say, hey, she was supposed to be ETA at, you know, 1240, she's going to be ETA at 110. So I just think there's a lot of embedded technology that's going to make it, we no longer go to meetings, we no longer schedule calls. It's just we're in the environment. To your point, I like your SIM business. I think we'll trademark that. We currently call it the digital normal. Oh, I love it. I'm in. Um, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm a fan yeah. of it because all it does is it just makes us more productive and it makes uh, Correct. it with, without the illusion of more work it's taking that's some right. of that that's like right. barrier off so it makes you more so you get you can really right. get the best of both worlds because even just that's the idea right. of scheduling or looking at your calendar all these other things that's other Ugh. pressures that's other things on your in your mind that are taking away energy even if it's a little bit it doesn't matter it's taking away some it's some moment land or function of energy that could be applied elsewhere if that wasn't if you didn't even have to think about that I love it. Right. When you're running, somebody told me yesterday, when you're running a sprint, you never take your eyes off the race. Not even to glance left, right, back, see where somebody is, because it slows you down. So it's the same way. You don't want to take your eyes off the race. And the other thing I would say in this is voice comes back in a big way. So, you know, we've fallen in love a little bit with the glowing rectangle that controls our life, the smartphone. Um, And... Voice, I think, is going to come back in a big way because, frankly, looking at all those screens and trying to ingest that data is difficult. Um, and so I really think you're going to see, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Her, um, it was, you know, masterful how much data they got from, you know, the little plug-in in their ear. But I truly do believe as we think about technology and where we're going and the, the blend of, you know, life and work and play, um, you're going to see voice come back so that people can engage again with other people and not be looking at their screen. So I always use the example, there's an iconic shot of people at this last year's Super Bowl in Miami. And um, on the picture, uh, people are staring down at their phone. So they paid on average more than $10,000 a ticket, but they're looking at their phone? And why? Because that's where their life is, right? Their social network, their connectivity. It's not real unless you share it, as our head of social media, Ashlyn, always says. If it's not shareable, it's not real. Um, but we've got to share in a new way. And so I think mm. that's the other innovation, and we're seeing this from the technology companies that are successful. How do you disconnect people from that screen while still keeping them connected to technology? And so sensors like IoT are one of those ways, but voice is another way. So uh, there's a company, one of the startups I love, Global Mobile Alert. I'll use them as an example. Demetrius is a brilliant guy. And when you're talking on the phone in your car, um, you have this real tendency to miss the fact that there's a stoplight 
a traffic light. People blow through them when they're talking, not just texting. Well, a simple audible signal that alerts you that there's a traffic signal can fix that. Mm -hmm. Sure, you could put it on a map in the person's car, but then they'd have to look at the map. So get their eyes away from the screen and give it to them in an auditory fashion, and people are more able to pay attention. We've listened to the radio for years without issue. It's because we can listen and see at the same time. So I think you're going to see a lot more of those kind of tools like Global Mobile Alert come in a big way to the market. That's awesome. I love it. And a big shout out to Ashton because they're right. Um, if it's not shareable, it didn't happen. I, I 100% right. agree with that, Janet. And uh, you know we believe in voice. So uh, um, and we're because all all our chips are definitely in podcasting and delivering that experience. And and I and I hope for some of the people that are listening in that earbud right now, and I'm in your ear. <laughs> just keep on listening because Janet that's is right. right, and that's why we do what we do. Um, so that being said, Janet, um, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on how to connect with JS Group, I mean, what's the best way for them to follow up and to learn more? For those of you that are on social media, just go on Twitter, and you can DM me at Channel Smart. Um, or you can, of course, look up my name, Janet Shines. Um, or you can go to my website, and it's jsgnow.com. Fantastic. Well, uh, Janet, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about all the great work that you're doing over at JS Group and also the future of remote, remote work and uh, what technology looks like. So great stuff there. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the FY iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Innovation, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments on the video. I mean, love to know what kind of things and projects you're working on. And uh, Janet, thanks again for coming on the show.